Good evening, this is Mary Bellings with KSOM and KS95 News. Dan Marburger, the Perry High School principal who was shot while saving others in a school shooting on January 4th, has died. Mr. Marburger, he was a hero. The way that he approached that situation, and it saved some lives. That's Perry School Superintendent Clark Wicks. Principal Marburger and five students were shot that day. One of them, 11-year-old Amir Jolliff, was killed. The other four students are expected to recover. Marburger's wife, Elizabeth, announced his death Sunday morning on the family's GoFundMe page. Governor Reynolds has ordered all flags to be flown at half-staff until sunset on the day of Marburger's funeral. Preston police arrested two people on multiple drug charges over the weekend. 40-year-old Alicia Ellen Lovell was arrested at 2.46 p.m. at the Fairway parking lot and 42-year-old Kevin Lee Cottrell at 3.02 p.m. Saturday. Both subjects are from Creston. Lovell and Cottrell are charged on a Union County warrant for 22 drug-related charges, including maintaining a drug house or vehicle, gathering where controlled substances are unlawfully used, marijuana, possession of drug paraphernalia, gathering where controlled substances are unlawfully used, methamphetamine, intent to manufacture, deliver meth over 5 grams, intent to deliver marijuana under 50 kilograms, five counts of unlawful possession of prescription drugs, gathering where controlled substances are unlawfully used, pills, five counts of possession of a controlled substance, third offense, pills, two counts of failure to fix a drug stamp, 10 or more dose units, failure to affix drug stamp, seven or more grams, possession of a controlled substance, third offense, marijuana, and possession of a controlled substance, third offense, methamphetamine. Lovell was taken to the Union County Jail and transferred to the Adams County Jail, where she was held on $103,300 cash or surety bond. Cottrell was also charged with OWI first offense. Cottrell was transported to the Union County Jail and later transferred to the Adams County Jail, where he was held on $99,300 cash or surety bond. Anita firefighters responded to a residential fire Saturday morning at 305 Michigan Avenue. Anita Fire Chief Eric Stephenson said the fire was coming from the residence's roof when they arrived. We had to get snow plows and stuff to get down there and salt and... Uh... When we pulled up to the scene, there was heavy smoke coming out of the heat on the main house and the uh, addition, it looked like. Get the roof vented because there was heavy smoke in the attic, we could tell. But uh, we cannot get on the roof because the ice and uh, it just wasn't working very good for us. So no interior tack or anything. We just uh, was, went to exterior tack only. Chief Stephenson says the lone occupant in the home got out safely, but he has lost everything. The Red Cross has been called to assist. Stephenson says they received tremendous support from the community while at the scene. The residents of Anita, I can't even name them all, Tom. There were so many bringing oh. stuff down for us eat and drink. Stephenson thanks Cass County EMA coordinator Mike Kennan, a second ambulance crew to keep firefighters warm, and the Adair, Atlantic, and Wyota Fire Departments for their assistance. Chief Stephenson says the cause of the fire is undetermined and the home is a total loss. Red Oak firefighters responded to a vehicle fire today at 606 Riverview Drive at 12.02 p.m., Red Oak Fire Chief John Bruce said civilians attempted to douse the fire with a hose. However, there was still fire in the engine compartment and under the dash when firefighters arrived. Firefighters put out the blaze in short order. Chief Bruce said the 2006 Chevy pickup is a total loss. No one was injured. The Red Oak Fire Department was assisted by the Montgomery County Sheriff's Office, Communications, the Red Oak Police Department, and Montgomery County EMA. 
The Iowa State Patrol unveiled its data of crashes and other travel-related incidents from this weekend due to the winter storm. Iowa State Patrol officers helped over 900 motorists, reported 137 crashes, and recorded 18 people who were injured from January 12th to January 14th. No deaths were counted. Meanwhile, the Iowa Department of Transportation says various roads can take about a week to clear up. The DOT says it is due to drifting snow from high winds and because ditches are full. The cold temperatures forecasted until Wednesday will only make the clearing process take longer. And the Iowa caucuses are here, and the evening wind chills are expected to be nearly 30 degrees below zero. Brad Small, meteorologist with the National Weather Service in Des Moines, says temperatures around caucus tonight will remain in that prolonged stretch of below zero temperatures. It'll easily be the coldest we've seen in history since the first of 1972. So uh, this type of cold during a caucus night is really unprecedented. Small said it is important to remember that frostbite can set in within 30 minutes for Iowans not prepared for the extreme cold. The average temperature for this time of year in Iowa is 28 degrees with an average low of 9 degrees. More news and weather-related announcements on our website at westerniowatoday.com. I'm Eddie Bellings with KSOM and KS95 News.